At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. What a day we had in sports. First off, Stephen Curry, congratulations. The all-time three-point king in the NBA, the greatest shooter of all time. He needed two three-pointers against the New York Knicks on Tuesday night in Madison Square Garden to surpass Ray Allen and capture the record. And he did that in the first quarter, shooting a towering three over the outstretched arms of Alec Burks as the step hits his three. Warriors go on to beat the Knicks by a score of 105-96, covering the spread, the under does hit in that game, but the night belonged to Curry. 2,974 is the new record and counting as he is not done yet. Uh, I couldn't help but get a little emotional watching it. I thought it was a great moment for him and and what better place to do it if you're not going to be able to do it at home in front of those fans and obviously, it's in a, it, would, it would have been in a different arena, a new arena in San Francisco. Uh, so it's not like he would have done it at Oracle. But if you're not going to be able to do it at home, why not do it on the sport's greatest stage, which is Madison Square Garden, with uh, every, everyone who's anyone in attendance, a sellout crowd in the building, nationally televised on TNT with Reggie Miller calling the game, which made it that much more special 
that, you know, Ray Allen obviously in attendance. Ray Allen, who surpassed Reggie Miller, uh, and Reggie Miller, who broke the record, and he is third now, Ray Allen second, and Steph Curry first. Um, Steph Curry hit his record now in 789 games. It took Ray Allen 1,300 games to surpass Reggie Miller. It took Reggie Miller 1,389 games to amass 2,563 pointers. Steph Curry has almost 3,000 three-pointers in 789 games. That is absolutely absurd. And the question now moving forward for this Golden State Warriors team, first off, what type of run are they going to go on? Well, they've already been on a run. They're 23-5. and five. But everyone admitted that this record kind of weighed on them a little bit. I think Steph was forcing the threes a bit. And I think his teammates were forcing to try and get him the ball to shoot the three. Over the past couple of games, he didn't look good from beyond the arc. The team wasn't shooting well. They won a couple. They they lost the game. They won a game narrowly. But now that they put this record behind them and Steph puts it behind them, it's a big sigh of relief. And I think that this team now is going to play more freely like they did at the beginning of the season. And they're going to be able to continue this success and go on to get better. Klay Thompson's going to come back. And this team, rightfully so, is the favorite to represent the Western Conference in the NBA Finals. The bigger question, can anyone pass Stephen Curry for the MVP award this year? And let's take a look at it right now. Curry is your betting favorite at plus 130 to win the MVP. Durant is second at plus 450. Giannis is third at plus 650. Steph Curry right now is averaging 27 points per game. That's tied with Giannis for second behind Kevin Durant, who's averaging 29.4 points per game. Curry's 27 points per game average is the third or the, excuse me, the fourth highest in his career. He averaged 32 points per game. Last season, he averaged 30.1 points per game in 2015-2016, 27.3 points per game 2018-2019. He's averaging 27 points per game now. And when you look at the way that Curry played during his MVP seasons, Right, that was 2015 and 2016. He averaged 30.1 points per game in that 2015-2016 season, shooting a uh, three-point percentage of uh, 454 on 11.2 attempts per game, 5.1 three-pointers made per game. The next season, when he won the MVP again, 
25.3 points per game, shooting 4.1 made threes per game. This season, Curry, 27 points per game, as I mentioned, 5.4 threes per game. It is the most three-pointers per game in his entire career. He's fourth highest scoring output, highest three-pointers per game. He is uh, playing more minutes, was playing uh, 34.3 minutes per game, which is a pretty high average. He's kind of one of the tops in the NBA. His three-point percentage is 401. It's kind of where it's been, a little bit lower than where it's been through his career. But I don't see anybody, I don't see any reason why, barring injury, Steph Curry won't continue to have this success this season, if not be better, because based on these numbers, he's having a better season than at least one of his MVP years. And so he continues this trend, and he finishes this season with similar numbers. So we're talking about the scoring output, the three-pointers per game. He's going to win the Most Valuable Player Award. And at plus 130, and that price is only going to go down. You're not going to get that. It might be minus money soon. Now, Kevin Durant's interesting. He's plus 450. He leads the league in scoring 29.4 points per game. And Durant balled out on Tuesday with a shorthanded Nets team and led them to a victory in overtime against Toronto, 131-129. But I don't think that Durant is going to surpass Steph. You know, I think that Durant is going to, you know, do continue. He's going to have a great. He probably might. Win. He probably will win the scoring title this year. But I would go with Curry to win this award. The narrative surrounding him with the three-point record and the comeback nature, if you will. For the Golden State Warriors. Because think about this Golden State Warriors team, right? Last season finished 39 and 33 and in eighth place in the Western Conference. I mean, the year before that, it was a 15 and 50 season, and they finished 15th in the Western Conference. Now this team is healthy or healthier and getting healthier, more healthy with, uh, with Clay Thompson returning. The draft picks that they've made have been smart. And this team is back to being the Golden State Warriors that we know and we love. And so with the, the narrative of this team being back, to being the Golden State Warriors with Curry performing at an elite level and getting the record this season, I think he's a lock right now for the NBA most valuable player and probably get the number, get get the bet in now because that plus money is not going to last. And it's only going to go down. So unless you want to lay juice, go ahead and get that number in now on Steph Curry to win the MVP. At plus 130. Now, how about the outlook on the Warriors in general? 
They are your second favorite to win the NBA title at plus 600. The Brooklyn Nets are your favorite at plus 240. I don't buy that. The Warriors should be the favorite right now. I don't buy the Nets as a better team than the Warriors. Not without Kyrie Irving. This Nets team is 20-8. and eight. Tops in the Atlantic and tops in the Eastern Conference. With Durant and with Harden and Millsap and Aldridge, yes, they are the best team in the Eastern Conference. But without Kyrie, they line up in a seven-game series against a healthy Warriors team. And we're talking Steph, Draymond, Clay, Iguodala back with the additions that they had this year. You know, guys like Poole and um, Wiggins playing well. You know, Otto Porter. Uh, There's just, I think that this Warriors team should be the favorite to win the NBA Finals. I wouldn't bet against them in any seven-game series, no matter who they play. So at plus 600, I'd take a flyer on that. I absolutely will. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Follow along on Twitter, at Scott's on there. The COVID news, devastating. We'll get to that coming up next here on The Look Ahead, here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Look Ahead is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is The Look Ahead on v the sports betting network. A terrible day in the NFL in terms of the COVID protocols. On Tuesday... Or on Monday, if you will, 37 players around the league tested positive for COVID-19. A record for one day in the NFL. There are now seven teams that as of Tuesday are in the league's enhanced COVID protocols. The Rams, the Browns, the Falcons, Lions, Vikings, Washington, and the Bears. All seven enhanced protocols. Enhanced protocols require daily testing regardless of vaccination status, mandatory masking, and other stringent measures, virtual meetings, things like that. The Cleveland Browns, they placed eight players on the reserve COVID list. Six from their active roster. Jarvis Landry, tight end Austin Hooper, their offensive tackle Jedrick Wills, guard Wyatt Teller, guard Drew Forbes, and three other players, a couple from their practice squad, Eight players, all eight tested positive for COVID-19. Last week, tight end David Njoku, linebacker Anthony Walker, and punter Jamie Gillian were all placed on the COVID protocol. They all missed Sunday's game. And so now they're going to begin their preparations for their game against the Raiders without six starters due to COVID. Kevin Stefanski said, quote, I think we've seen through last season, have seen it this year, guys step up, and that's what the NFL is about. 
You're without guys due to injury or otherwise, and guys step up. That's why we have a bunch of players on this team that we trust. We will get our work in. That's what we do. We've done it before. We'll have our virtual meetings, and then we're on the practice field. We'll make sure that we're locked in and ready to go, end quote. Currently up on DraftKings, the Cleveland Browns a three-point favorite over the Raiders. A three-point line over the Raiders. There's been movement, certainly, with this line. Uh, It opened up at five. It's down to three. I don't know if it gets lower, to be honest with you. As long as Baker Mayfield plays... As long as they'll still have Nick Chubb and Miles Garrett and Kareem Hunt, I think they're going to be fine. Now, I don't know if they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to miss, obviously, having Jarvis Landry. Um, you'll probably have, you know, some somebody else will step up. And and be the number one receiver instead of Jarvis Landry. You'll have, you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones step up. Probably put Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb out, split out wide a couple of times. Or you just line up heavy and just run the ball down the throat and feature a heavy dosage of Chubb and Hunt in this game. Defensively, they should be able to capitalize on Raiders' mistakes. And I've said it before, I think this Raiders team is just checked out. It's not like this game, you know, maybe if it was in Oakland, I'd, uh, in, in Oakland, <laughs> look at that slip. Maybe if the game was in Vegas, I'd, I'd feel a little differently about, about this. But playing at home, Raiders traveling, you know, to, to the East Coast, I don't. Uh, I just don't think that it's that big of a factor. All these players missing time due to COVID, and we know that they're under enhanced protocols. We know that they're of daily testing. It's still not determined who's going to miss the games because, you know, if a player is vaccinated and they get the negative tests, uh, I guess twenty four hours apart then they should be active for the game, right? If they show no symptoms, right? What is it? Uh, a, a vaccinated player with no symptoms, two negative tests, 24 hours apart, you should be good to go, right? So let's just not panic right now and say, okay, well, the Browns are definitely not going to beat the Raiders, okay? Going to be, uh, you know, going to be interesting to see who's available for them, who plays when it comes to, uh, their game, but it is a short week because they play on Saturday, so it does limit things, if you will. Other teams dealing with the COVID situation. Uh, we mentioned the teams that were placed in the protocol. The Rams having a bunch of players in the COVID protocols. Odell Beckham Jr., the latest player to enter the protocol, as he has tested positive for COVID-19. They played, remember, without Jalen Ramsey, played without Tyler Higby. Um, they had a bunch of players that were placed on the uh, COVID uh, list. 
Um, and so Sean McVay called the situation, quote, uniquely challenging. And now they're going to have to obviously prepare for their next game coming up here. Uh, and they're playing at home against the Seahawks. Who will be available for that game? Who's going to not be available? That's the question that everyone's asking. And what a time, man. This is the this is the 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 final push for the playoffs, the final quarter of the season, if you will. I know there's yeah, four games left, and it's not quarters because there's not a you know, a 17 game season instead of a 16 game season, but it's the final stretch here of the season. And these teams are fighting for playoff spots. The Cleveland Browns are fighting for a playoff spot. They can't afford to lose a game to the Raiders, where they're favored and they're home. And the Raiders have looked like they've checked out. Vegas has lost, what is it now, uh, five of their last six? They lost to the Giants. And the, I mean, how do you lose to the Giants? They lose to the Chiefs. They get blown out. Okay, you understand that. They get blown out by the Bengals. They beat the Cowboys somehow on Thanksgiving. Then they lose to Washington and get blown out again by the Chiefs. They've lost five of their last six games. I don't care if everyone's got COVID on the Browns. You can't lose this game. You can't lose this game to this Raiders team and expect to be a playoff team. Yes, you're dealing with unfortunate circumstances, but still, your best players will be on the field. Your quarterback will be under center. You have to beat this Raiders team if you want to make the playoffs. And so the line might be dropping because of the situation. But I'm not buying it. I'm not. I'll gladly take the Cleveland Browns in this matchup at home. And the line moving down, a gift. I got a Raiders team that checked out. I got a Browns team that is dealing with a little bit of adversity, but has still got their best offensive players. Still got their best defensive players. I'm not worried. I ain't scared. <laughs> I'm Scott Seidenberg. You hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Talk more about the NFL and this crazy COVID situation coming up next. Our very own Dave Ross, host of Betting Across America on Saturdays, the Green Zone on Sundays, as well as First Strike. Our MMA show here on VSIN. Dave had a big, big MMA weekend last weekend. We'll talk about that as well. This is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Save 50% off a VEASAN all-access subscription for the rest of football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing you where the money is going on every game. 
Sign up today and you'll also get our daily best bets email, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus our all-new college bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only $39 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Joining me now, host of Betting Across America on Saturdays, The Green Zone on Sundays, and First Strike, our MMA show here, our combat sports show here at VSIN. He is Dave Ross, and I have to applaud this man because last week he said (laughs) there was going to be a big upset on the UFC card. And I believe it was plus 700 for Pena, Dave Ross. Is that what the number was? You're not going to believe what I got it at. I got it at plus 775. (laughs) Absolutely, man. Scott, I kept waiting for the line to move back, and it never did. And, of course, we talked to Derek Stevens, of course, the owner at Circa. And they just, you know, even Nick Kalekas, who sets the line, does a great job with us on first strike. They could not get, yes, you get some sprinkles on, on Pena, but not real money. To that end, Scott, we saw that somebody bet $323,000 on Amanda Nunes. Yep. And, oh, my goodness, we, they, they just could not get the equal action. So the odds just kept going up, up, up. I like Juliana Pena when she was still plus 525. I couldn't believe it when I got it at plus 775. And like we talked about last week, right here in the look ahead, this was a live dog. You could see it all the way that this was the type of woman now with Amanda Nunes kind of advancing in her career that if she made it an ugly fight and once Amanda went down to the ground, she didn't have to do it either, Scott, in that first round. Yeah. She had the advantage on the feet initially. And when she went down to the ground and Juliana was able to stall her out for about three and a half minutes of that first round, I went, oh, I got a shot. I got a real shot of my prediction and kind of the stylistic matchup coming true. What even surprised me, Scott, was how good Juliana Pena was with her jab. And that was something that Amanda Nunes clearly did not prepare for. And once she kept taking strikes back, which she is not accustomed to recently, she kind of turned up and went down to the mat. And then Pena, it was easy when she got down to the mat to get that stoppage in the second round. I also had the over at one and a half. That's what, that's what I played. I, that's what I played. I played the over yeah. one and a half because – I just couldn't stomach myself betting against Nunez, so I just took the over, so I was happy that I hit the over, barely. Right, because the the worry was that Pena was going to get the stoppage too soon. I was like, whoa, just wait another 30 (laughs) seconds. It worked out bad on both sides there, but it was was an historic night. I mean, Scott, we literally see that type of, you know, windfall, if you will, with that type of plus number, and actually hit maybe once a decade in, in mixed martial arts. So, look, that's not I will never tell the people, yeah, just do it every time. No, it, it has to be a live dog scenario. That was a live dog scenario, and that's why I thought there was good value in the underdog. Was this a bigger shock than Holly Holm beating Ronda Rousey? Um, maybe a little bit. Now, again, I remember that fight so well in Melbourne because I had Ronda on my show at the time when I was in Chicago that week, and we, we talked to her live from Melbourne. And I could tell then, she even said to me in the interview that day, Scott, hey, I want to go somewhere where Dana White can't find me. Mm-hmm. But she already had one step out of the octagon. Yep. That wasn't the case with Amanda Nunes. She carried herself like a champion all week. She talked about how she was so excited to have her baby there to be able to watch and see what mommy does. 
So it, it was a different scenario, maybe a bigger upset in that regard, because Amanda Nunes is not talking about retirement. She's still not talking about retirement. Ronda Rousey, you could feel, was getting close to the end of her reign. We kind of felt like Amanda Nunes might continue. And now the question is, in the immediate rematch, I, am, I cannot wait to talk to Nick Kalikas there at Circa to figure out what that line is going to look like. you got to think it still comes in as Nunes still a prohibitive favorite. I'm guessing, Scott, somewhere around 350, 400. But I will just tell you this before we ever get to that number and find out what it is, because it, it looks like they will have the immediate rematch. Rematches normally go the way of the first fight. Mm. But just remember that. We'll have months to lead up to it. We'll talk about it plenty here in the look ahead. But just remember that in the back of your mind when you see that number come out. I still feel like Juliana Pena is being disrespected even as the and new champion. That's just wild. And congratulations to you. Way to call it out. Just a great job. And you had it all week here on VEASAN leading up to the events. Anybody that tells you made a pretty penny on that event last weekend. Uh, Let's get into the NFL, Dave. Obviously, the COVID situation has just blown up. And I said last segment that I know that the the bigger, the team that's getting, obviously, the the bulk of the headlines here is the Cleveland Browns because of the amount Mm -hmm. of players that they have put into this reserve COVID list. And there are seven teams in the NFL enhanced protocols, but the Browns seem to be the one that is getting the bulk of the attention now. I'm still not afraid of them laying points here against the Raiders because you still got Baker, you still got Chubb, you still got Hunt, you still got Garrett. And to me, the Raiders are checked out. They've lost five of their last six games. The only win was, I don't know how they did it on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. So I know the COVID situation is real. I just don't care. I think the Raiders Raiders still lose. I'm going to take the Browns with the points here. Scott, I feel like we're kindred spirits because guess what I just played? I just played the Browns minus three. There I'm right it is. There with, when I saw the line drop down to three, I said, oh, my God, my eyes lit up. I'm right there with him because we don't know the uncertainties of COVID. I don't believe all those guys are going to be out. Again, I don't know the official rules, who's vaccinated, who's not. If they're vaccinated, again, they just have to have a negative test before kickoff. They should be eligible to play. If they're unvaccinated, obviously they cannot play on Sunday. So we'll have to figure out the the muddied waters here. But I'm right there with you. Even worst-case scenario, if you give me Chubb, you give me Hunt, and you give me Baker and or Case Keenum, I actually feel better about that opportunity offensively for them to control this game defensively, as long as Miles Garrett's still out there, a guy up there for, for player of the year defensively. Yeah, I still think they have enough to at least cover three against the Raiders. I'm right there with you. But I will say this, even just laying the three, got to keep keep coming down. And if it comes down under a field goal, I'm going to keep pressing my bet on the Browns. I'm right there with you. It's a must-win scenario for Cleveland. The Raiders feel dead. I know they're 6-7 and seven, and Cleveland 7-6. and six, But if Cleveland is going to get in the playoffs, and that's a big if, they have to win this football game on Sunday at home, and I think they will. Let's stick in the AFC North here. Um, I actually think the Bengals – are the most dangerous team right now because they still have games, Dave, two games against the Browns and the Ravens. And if they win both of those games, they're going to win this division. Like, they could lose to the Kansas City Chiefs, which they probably will. And dare I say, they could lose to the Broncos, but as long as they beat the Ravens and the Browns, based on what the other teams have lined up, they should win this division. You know, Scott, looking at this division and just kind of thinking about where everybody started, like with the Steelers at one and four and they're left for dead. They're still back in this, even with their, you know, failed comeback against Minnesota. 
Chase Claypool, I think, is still celebrating somewhere. <laughs> like, they are still in the mix, too, right? It is insane. One to four in this division, it's topsy-turvy. And to your point about Cleveland, or about Cincinnati, rather, I think it's a tough spot for them in Denver this week. I really do. Just the way Vic Fangio's got his team playing. Uh, I, look, I know it was the Lions last week, but I even go back to the loss at Kansas City. They are playing really good defensive football. So if they can slow down Cincinnati's offense, which is a big if, and just get enough out of Teddy Two Gloves, I think this is a tough spot for Cincinnati. But to your point, it really might not matter in the end because they will control their own destiny in this division. It is so wide open. I love Pittsburgh this week. I love them on the money line. I know they're getting two at home against Tennessee. I just think this division is going to be so upside down before we get to the end of the season here down the home stretch. I don't know who I would bank. But I, I would tell you this, maybe Cincinnati's not a bad futures play to still win this division. Yeah, I took the Steelers in a tease, by the way. So I do like them, and I do yeah. like the number, and I like teasing them up here uh, against the Titans. And, yeah, like, think about it. Like, like the both the Ravens and the Browns play the Packers, you know? So yeah. they're both going to yeah. lose a game here. And then, if the Bengals, and then if the Bengals beat them, that's another loss. So then we're giving both the Browns and the Ravens two losses – and, yeah, looking at the futures numbers, I think there's no one better right now in that division than taking a look at Cincinnati. Uh, and what are they right now? Plus 300 to win the AFC right. North. And and the yeah, Raven, Ravens and yeah. Browns plus 150, plus 175. I'm going to take my chances with the Bengals at plus 300. Dave, do me a favor. Hang on. We're going to get more into the NFL uh, and then maybe get a couple thoughts on some other things here uh, on the other side. All right, bud? You got it, brother. There he is, Dave Ross. He is the host of Betting Across America on Saturdays, the Green Zone on Sundays. It's just wall-to-wall football, uh, college football on Saturdays, the NFL on Sundays, and then, of course, First Strike, our combat sports show. And, yeah, if you listened to all last week, you hit that Pena bet for plus 700, plus 775. Just a great, tremendous payout. Good call by Dave Ross there. More with Dave Ross coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg, always on Twitter, at Scott's On Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead. You're on v the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears, <laughs> crying. Tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. BetRivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and now New York. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts. Should rename the New York one Bing Bong. Scott Satterberg back here on the look ahead, rejoined by Bing Dave bong. Ross. He's getting into it now. Uh, Dave Ross, you catch him on the, the green zone on Sundays, betting across America for a strike. He's all over VSIN, uh, as uh, we love uh, talking to Dave here on the program. Uh, we got into the Raiders and the Browns on Saturday, Dave. The other Saturday game is the Patriots and the Colts. Getting the Pats as an underdog here, is this too good to be true? Okay. I, I don't know if I learned my lesson from the Monday night fiasco that was the Buffalo Bills because I loved the Bills in that Monday night. And then Sean McDermott, I don't know what in the hell that game plan was against Bill Belichick. We saw what Bills was. It was to win the game. And that's exactly what he did. I, I will say this. The four-and-a-half-point line move on this one really does worry me. It started off with the Patriots laying two-and-a-half, and now they're getting two. So know this going in that if you're backing the Colts, you're getting the worst of the line as it stands right now. Scott, I do like the Colts in this in this spot if it stays under a field goal. The thing I'm really trying to figure out is, before we get to Saturday night, where is this line going to go? Is it going to go to three? In any event, I do not like the Colts at that spot. Does it go back down to, say, one, maybe even a pick em before kick? And if it stays around that under two number for me, I will play the Colts. But I think this is one of those that you have to either – Lock it in now if you like the Colts. If you like the Pats, maybe it gets to three. I'll be very curious to see where the, the betting public goes with this number. But, again, if, it's, if I'm back in the Colts, which I am on Sunday, as long as it stays either two or less, then I like the Colts in that spot. I'm not going to lay a field goal to Bill Belichick. I learned my lesson on Monday night. Yeah, I locked in the Patriots uh, in a teaser. 
Um, I thought just getting them, and it was at one and a half when I put yeah. the line. It was at one and a half, Dave, when I put the line in. So you know, when That's I got, fast. yeah, I got That's it. At, I got it at seven and a half. I mean, I could have gotten it at eight and a half if I did it today. Um, but I think it doesn't matter. I mean, those numbers, as long as I'm north of a touchdown, I'm happy. Um, and I just think that there's, I'd be shocked if that doesn't come through. Yeah, that's, that's going to be, it's going to be a field goal game is what it feels like. So again, I, I think the Colts will end up on the right side of that field goal. If you're playing it uh, straight here, but I love your teaser idea there. That is a really smart move. Think about the line value you're getting by, by teasing that over seven and a half. So basically you're getting nine and a half point value from where this line started. Yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. As soon as I saw it, I said, I have to do it, put it in. I mean, I have, yeah. I have a bunch of teaser legs this week. <laughs> it's just a fun card. Last, a did, did, so last yeah. week I talked about it on the show. I filled out a teaser card here at Circa. I hit a 13 leg teaser last week here at Circa. Um, what? Yeah. Now uh, it was, <laughs> and now it was, of course, a week where favorites dominated in the NFL, and they went what eleven and you know eleven and two or something like that. Right. Uh, so, uh, but I did have a bunch of dogs on there that did come through, and um, you know it was it was well, a, it was a good card. So I, I feel you know you do, a, doing another one this week and have a lot of these legs. Yeah, you had a thirteen team yeah. teaser, so I got Juliana Pena, but that my friend, a thirteen team tease. Is very hard to do, so kudos to you. The last leg was the Rams plus eight on Monday night, and I actually hedged out, and I played the Cardinals <laughs> on the alternate spread at minus six and a half. So I gave myself a small middle because here at Circa on yep. the teaser card, ties win. So I gave right. myself seven and eight as the middle, and I guarantee, and I got the plus 165 on the alternate spread oh. for the Cardinals. So either way, I was guaranteeing myself some money. But as I watched that game, I thought to myself, why in the world did I hedge? Like, No, but you know what? You, you, you made the right call. Because we were talking a lot about it this week, Scott, obviously all week uh, on Decent, and that is the COVID situation. And when I saw Jalen Ramsey went out. That's what scared me. Yep. Well, yeah, yeah, because I do think he's a two-point player. I think defensively he really is. And I was surprised that, that Kyler Murray did not have – and I said it today uh, with, with Matt Humans on the edge. I really do think that Kyler Murray lost the MVP last night. If you have Kyler Murray MVP futures, yes, you still have a shot. But right now, you saw the numbers move, Scott. He is a distant third. It feels like a two-horse race between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. We know politics will play a part of this with, with, Aaron, with Aaron Rodgers. Sure. That is sure. I mean, I think we'd be naive to say, oh, we're just going to go on the merits – of the numbers, no, you know how people are. So I think Tom Brady right now is the favorite for a reason. Uh, the only other guy that I could see hopping back into that discussion is Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. He's the only guy that I think down the stretch, if they run the table, and by the way, if they hit their over free flop total, that would be a miracle run of you know run to, to, to close out the season. I wouldn't put it past Kansas City right now the way their defense is playing. But remember, Patrick Mahomes a couple weeks ago was sixty-six to one to win MVP, sixty-six to one. So I'm not saying he's going to get all the way home, but to me, there's only three live players left. I think Josh Allen is out. I think Kyler Murray is out after that Showtime uh, game last night where he came up small. And I think Aaron Rodgers, after what he did Sunday night against the Bears and what Tom Brady did getting touchdown number 700 to close out uh, an overtime win against the Bills, one of the best defenses in the league, I think it's a two-horse race right now. And maybe coming around that, that path and trying to close the gap would be Patty Mahomes. Would you take a flyer? On the Rams at plus six hundred in the NFC. 
Okay, the only problem with that scenario is if they are a wild card. Now, again, that win was so monumental last night to get them 1-1 with Arizona, and I do think Arizona is going to stumble down the stretch. If the Rams, if you see the pathway, Scott, for them to win the West, then I it, think they would need – the Cardinals would need to lose two more games for that to happen, and the Rams would have to win out. Because if they That's remain – because if they remain tied – if they finish the season tied, it goes to division tiebreaker. And unless you're telling me okay. that the Cardinals are going to lose to the Seahawks the final week of the season, the Cardinals have the tiebreaker. You know why I'm not going to play that, Scott? I actually think the Rams are in trouble this week against Seattle. I know that sounds wow. crazy. And I'm, and I'm watching this number go north of seven. Give me, give me, give me. I'm telling you, right now, with Russell Wilson back, won a couple in a row, I know they're a five-win team. This is their Super Bowl. This is Pete Carroll's Super Bowl this week. Everybody wants to run him out of the Pacific Northwest. I, I actually think this game is going to be highly competitive. So I will be stunned if the Rams easily cakewalk Seattle this week. I'm taking those points, and i got to be honest with you, I'm going to sprinkle just a little bit on the money line there as well. Love it. Uh, I placed the future bet this morning. Tell me if I'm crazy or not. Chargers okay. to win the AFC plus 1050. Now, hear me out, Dave. It starts with this Thursday. If they win against the Chiefs on Thursday, they're going to be favored in every game the remainder of the season. They will win out. And if they win out and are a 12-5 team, at worst, they will be the three seed in the AFC. But should the Patriots stumble and the Ravens, uh, not the Ravens, the, um, the Titans stumble, there's a yeah. chance that a Which twelve and there's a chance that a twelve and five Chargers team could actually be the one seed in the AFC. I I absolutely love that. I love that much better than I do the Rams play here. I love that in the AFC, and I'll tell you why. Are we figuring out that the wrong team is favored tomorrow night? Because if Chris Jones doesn't play for the Chiefs, that defense, which has been lights out in this win streak, will not be lights out. It won't be. And there will be holes because Justin Herbert will have more time to throw the football. Watch that very closely, backers, uh, either side here. Because if Chris Jones doesn't play, I'm taking the points and the home dog in this one. And uh, we had uh, some Kansas City guests on today. And the Chargers are the one bad matchup. We saw it manifest itself the first time in Mm -hmm. Arrowhead. I think this is a nip and tuck affair. I'm right there with you, Scott. I absolutely love the Chargers in this spot tomorrow night, especially if Chris Jones doesn't play. And if they get that win, it's like a game in hand because they will have swept Kansas City. And to your point, they win that division, even if they don't get the one seed. I still like their chances in the postseason to get out of the AFC. I think that's a great call on your part. Well, I'm just banking on them. Obviously, if they win the division, they're going to have at least one home game. And at that's home, right. I love them against anybody. On the road, oh, if, they, if they have to go to New England yeah. and play, I don't like it. If they have to even go to Tennessee – I might not like it, especially if, like, Derrick Henry's back or whatever. But if they don't play in the elements, as long as they're home in SoFi Stadium, they can beat anybody in the NFL. I I think it's a great call because, again, if you stay home in Cali with that warm weather and Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler's ankle is okay. They've got studs on defense across the board. We know that. They can get after the quarterback. There's nothing this football team can't do. So as long as they don't turn it over – and Brandon Staley gets out of his analytical head sometimes. I love 
the way this team should be able to operate in the postseason. I think there's great value. Jump with in Chernobyl. with me, Dave. Plus 1050. The bet's in. Let's go. Who's coming with me? The water is warm. He's He's Dave Frost. Catch him on Betting Across America on Saturdays, the Green Zone on Sundays, and be sure to listen to First Strike here on VSIN. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's the look ahead here on the Sports Betting Network. This is VSIN. This is VSIN. This is VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.